everybody, Coach John Dale here back again with a superstar guest. Uh, repeat. I'm losing. <laughs> I should have done this before we, we started here, Abel. Abel Sanchez is in the house. How y'all doing? He's back better than ever. Uh, very eager to get back and share some stories and get caught up a little bit. Uh, by the way, today's date is Wednesday, May 22nd, 2019. Uh, we are, is this our third visit or second? Third. Third the Third visit. one, okay, yeah. Okay, see, I need to get better. Dr. Lip would be on top of this stuff. He has everything... <laughs> Written down, he's a data person, he's in order, you know, so our third visit, this is fantastic. So what have you been doing? A few little changes, yeah. right? Both family-wise, you had a new graduate in the family. Yeah, but my brother Alex, yeah. Yeah, and some uh, changes with your job, too? Yeah, yeah, definitely, you know, uh, a lot been going on the last so many months, you know, uh, I think last time I was here, I was in the, I want to say it was like mid-early March with you, you know, doing the show, and back then I was still working at the airport in Rhinos with Enterprise, so those were, you know, long days, a lot of traveling, commuting there and back. Put eight thousand miles on my life since so November. <laughs> you know, in four months. So <laughs> I hope it's not a lease. <laughs> it, oh, it is. It's hurting. Oh. I do fifteen thousand a year. So okay. I, I'm just slow. It's, it's catching up. You know, being so close now. Absolutely. So um, I've only done like fifteen hundred in two months now. So oh my god. But uh, yeah. So back from there and working in East Point again. Um, yeah, the big one. My brother graduated from Michigan State. That's fantastic. Double major in mathematics, economics. He's started a job as an underwriter with United Shore. Uh, I think just last Monday was his first day of training. Fantastic. Seems to love it. You know, Good. the same thing. He comes home all excited about it, talking about it, you know, everything he's learned so far. He's just really looking forward to getting in there, getting his foot in the door, and uh, kind of bettering himself. You know, he seems very pumped about it, so That's I'm happy for cool. him. How different was it for you going back uh, to Michigan State just a year after you graduated? Right. And to me, I'm thinking, in my mind, Abe, I'm, talking, I'm like, you graduated three years ago. It's only been a year. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So how me. different was it? Um, was it emotional for you? Uh, obviously family, but yeah. walking back, you used to be the big man on campus. That used to be your campus. And, <laughs> it was. and a year goes by, and it's like, uh-huh. hey, what about, you know? What happened to I'm, me? <laughs> I'm looking on the outside now. It was very, I was almost, it was really nostalgic, you know, I was, um. I woke up that morning. I got there Friday night, and I stayed the night in my brother's apartment and hung out with him because some of his roommates I had been friends with a long time, too. Lived with one of them, Kyle, for a couple of years, you know, so just catching up with them, just hanging out, kicking it. Then uh, that morning, I woke up Saturday morning, and one of his roommates needed a ride somewhere to go see. Uh, well, he was going to have a ride, but I ended up, someone else came picking him up, but I was already ready to go. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to get myself a Starbucks. Go to my old Starbucks there and get myself a caramel macchiato. And so I was you the, walked in and you say, Abel! <laughs> no, they're all oh, okay. new faces. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think they're mainly, co- mainly college students, too, so they're pretty much new faces there. Gotcha. Um, I used to have a guy that gave me free Starbucks, like, for a whole year. Nice. But, yeah, he's, nice. he's gone. He works in, uh, I think he moved back home. I think he's in Minnesota. But, uh, yeah, that was nice. But, anyway, <laughs> I left Starbucks, you know, I'm like, man, I was feeling really nostalgic about, uh, just being back in East Lansing, you know. So I used to take the old route that I would take going to work every day. It was uh, on West Circle Drive, you know. I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, man. I said, I can't believe it's been a year. All the flowers are in bloom around the Beaumont Tower, driving through the library. You can see the Botanical Gardens kind of off the side, catching the glimpse of the river. I was like, man, this is something. I said, this is done. You know, I said, my brother, I mean, I don't have much reason to go up there. Now I have to go for a football game maybe, you know. But I said, I can't even make an excuse to come go see my brother. Now if I go yeah. there, I'm just that old post-grad we can't go oh get God. on but um yeah it was different i went there i did my rounds i was like man took it all in and my brother graduated about noon on that uh saturday so you know my aunts and uncles got family in town you know my mom's friends gladys and her husband Raphael came from florida to come you know so i mean we had a lot of people there and 
somehow in all the midst of it all, you know, we all got scattered throughout the Breslin. So we're all sitting in different sections oh, of the, the stadium. You know, we're all texting each other. Okay, can you see him? Who's got this angle? Let's get the video of this. We're planning and recording. And someone's going to get the video of this. Someone's going to be a picture of that all over, you know. So was it planned to sit in different no, parts? No, okay. not at all. But that we were all... Com- end up that way? Yeah, we were all communicating, though. And so we were just trying to figure out what was the best angle. I never thought of, of, you know, if you had a uh, family there and sitting around different parts... Each of you have a, have a different angle yeah. for pictures and video. Oh my god! That yeah, we made we, great. We made the best of it. You know, I yeah. I, I lost them all. I'm like, I don't know where they went. Yeah. <laughs> my mom and her friends were sitting elsewhere. My dad and one of his sisters were another section, and my other aunt and uncle were over there. And I was like straight across from the stage. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna get a video of him walking across. You can see it, like you you know, you're in front of it. Um, but yeah, we made the most of that. It was emotional. Mm-hmm. We all, when we all got together waiting for him at the end, we were, all, we were all emotional, you know, just watching him. I mean, it's funny. I know I'm only I'm 15 months older than him, but it's just, you know, somewhere deep in my conscience, I still see him as that young little brother that, you know, that yeah. I had. And it just, it was surreal. I remember when he graduated high school a year after me, and I was kind of like, dang, he's coming to college with me, too. And uh, I was nervous. He was more of a homebody then, you know, but now he's all over the place. My brother loves going out, hanging out with his friends. He's got a really tight group of friends that he's made up in Michigan State. A lot of great people that he came across. And uh, mm-hmm. friends. I'm obviously, he's closer with them. But, you know, I'm cool with them, too. Um, the kind of people he'll keep in touch with for a lifetime. You know, I mean, they still talk and have a group message going on. I mean, it's only been a couple of weeks, but I don't see that going anywhere anytime soon. You know, right. basketball season and football season start back up. You know, they'll be getting in there and giving their analysis of each game and stuff like that, you know. So very happy. I'm proud to see the growth that he's become, not only as a student and all the hard work he put in, but as a young man, too. He's really grown and matured and found his way. Um, he never lost sight of what he wanted to do. Mm. Um He's always kind of been that one. He's really oriented. He's, once he has his mindset on something, he's going for it. Like, he was stressing about getting an honor cord, you know, for, uh, like I say, he's a double major in mathematics, economics. That's not easy Jeez, stuff, okay. you know. So um, he was really pressed about, I need to get this 3.77 so I get the gold cord. I said, Alex, it's not. I said, don't worry about it. Don't stress out. He goes, I just can't. Like, he can't. He was going for it. I mean, I think he ended up, like, point zero one shy or something. Oh, wow. But I mean, I said, you look yourself in the mirror at the end of the day. You did the best you could. There's nothing There's nothing you need to be ashamed of. I said, if it's that important, I'll order you one on Amazon. And you, <laughs> you can wear it across the stage. Well, you know? A little but, ceremony. But, and- I mean, everyone, you know, that we was there, we're proud of him. You know, all of our family, extended family, just knowing that he was done. I mean, me and on my dad's side, the family, the immediate family, me and him are the first ones to do finish college. My mom wow. my mom does college, or did college. She has a master's degree, but on my dad's side, me and him, wow. going to punch you. Fantastic uh, thing to celebrate. Fantastic example for uh, future. You have uh, nieces, nephews. You have younger people. Baby cousins. Yeah, yeah. I got baby cousins. Um, but they're my, my, uh, it's my cousin, Sally. She's eight years older than me, seven years older than me. Okay. She's 30. But she's starting school back up um, in... In the fall, yeah, this yeah, coming yeah. fall, she's gonna start doing online classes again because she got little babies, you know. I mean, not babies, but I think like eight and six, respectively. You yeah. Know? So I mean, ones. she's okay. waiting for them to get a little bit grown. Yeah. You know, she lives out in Louisiana, so she's starting. I'm excited for her too. She's really excited to get back into the swing of things. So That's cool. Uh, happy that she's you know pursuing that. She's always wanted to do that. You yeah. know, she started, and now she's gonna pick back up. That's what sometimes in life. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. You, know, you start, stop, start, stop. Go yeah. this direction, then that direction. Oh yeah. Here I am taking nieces, nephews. It's not happening yet with you guys, is it? No, no, <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> Baby cousins. Baby cousins right, right now. Baby cousins. But, yeah, I mean, hopefully me and my brother can, then, you know, my cousin Sally, too, their mom, will be. Then uh, I know my other cousin, uh, Michael, He, I seen him when I was down in Toledo. 
little bit. He was talking. He wants to get back into doing classes. Wants to do like I think he said accounting. Um, or I can't remember. He knew he wants to get back in classes. My cousin Joey, he's you know working hard his way up at Home Depot right now. He's a manager. manager. Like, hey, go go pursue it, man. Go move up. Yeah, take the best storm on your own. You know, man, you go yeah, do keep that. it going. Yeah, he likes That's it a lot. Cool. He's doing real well. He's moving up real quick. You know, so it's cool. Is there um, any inkling, any want, any desire by you or your brother to continue and maybe go after a graduate degree? I've always wanted to. Uh, my brother, I don't know. I mean, because if he does it in his field, that's a lot harder than I think with my. I, I'm not saying that mine would be easy, but I mean, his would be based off mathematics, and that <laughs> to me it seems harder. I'm assuming he'd stick within the field, but if he talked, actually no, no, he did talk about it once. If he he went to an academic advisor, he contemplated if I do a master's, what would be more beneficial for me? He said it'd be. They told him it'd probably be economics, realistically. Um, whether he's going to do it or not, I'm not 100 sure. I know I've still kind of got that itch. Um, that I still want to do. I think I talked about it last time that after I had that survey when I answered that I pity the fool was my favorite uh, quote. <laughs> that's right. One of my classes, I was like, yeah, I need to take a break. <laughs> but I still want to do it, and I think that's something I look in um, at the bigger picture that I kind of do it, whether it be in the next few years or I do it like my mom, you know, and we were a little bit older. When she, I think, how long ago was that? Eight years ago? So my mom was in like her mid-40s, you know. I went back and got her master's degree. You know, that's just a sign of not too late either. Yeah, you know? absolutely. She's never too late. She loving what she does. She used to work at the county here, and she retired from there. Now she's uh, working at Blue Cross Blue Shield, nice. a technical writer. She absolutely loves it. Very good. You know, so um, all that hard work paid off for her, too. And okay. she's, That's awesome. Yeah, what a difference it makes yeah. to, to love what you do. Loving it, yeah. Yeah. Um, how have you changed like, since the last year? Since the last, when you walked across your stage, <laughs> what are some of the things that... Um, You've gone through that. You've changed that. You didn't see coming. You didn't plan on happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you you have an idea of the direction you're going in, but then when life hits and you know something, what what has changed for you? Some new skills maybe that you picked up that you didn't have before, or new people in your life. What what, what would it be? I, I feel the job I have that I do right now. I think was kind of tailored to how I am as a person. I'm already sociable. Cause I'm dealing with a lot yes. of customers coming renting cars. I think that people. really kind of um, is something that still resonates with me. Um, but I think it also gave me a reminder too not to settle mm. for just for where I'm at. You know, if I want to go and pursue a master's degree, and that's something that I really need to consider. Because my job right now, I have there's long days. You know, I work my branch seven days a week. Now it wouldn't be. It, it would be very. I don't want to say it was impossible, but it would not be ideal. You know, if I even have to do one class at a time when I'm getting home at seven thirty, eight o'clock in the evenings, and I got to work the next day. You know, I just it really don't add up a lot. Um, so I really kind of remind myself, too, that I got to sit down and kind of think, what do I want to do? You know, I mean, they they kind of have a direction. I mean, I love the people I work with. I mean, they're all phenomenal people. But it comes, I think sometimes it's what do I want to do as opposed to, they have an idea of what you should be doing here at this time, this mm-hmm. next time, you're going to, by this time, you're going to be assistant manager, by this time, you're going to yep. be branch manager, which is cool. You know, I mean, I'm always, I'm all for new challenges and new things. But I look at the high, and I kind of look in self-reflection. Um, do I want to do that forever? Mm-hmm. Where do I want to be in five years? Where do I want to be in mm-hmm. ten years? You know, I mean, I'm only 23 years old. I got a lot of time to figure things out. But I mean, even if I stick with that for so long, maybe something one day will happen, and I want to do something completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I'm just keeping my options open, and kind of gives me that subtle reminder too. So more so than um, more so than I used to have. I remember. 
when I was leaving high school, which is funny, you know, the seniors here at Lakeshore are done today. Five, year ago, five years ago today was my senior prom, so, I mean, I was just straight out of it. But I remember kind of going into it, I'm like, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? New people were the big thing. And people were joking, oh, yeah, well, you should run for office, you should run for office, you know. And I chose a political science route, and I liked it. But I, as I got older, too, I'm like, well, was that because I wanted to do it truly, or is it because people thought I should do something? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's kind yeah. of like that self-reflection piece of, like, I need to do what I want to do. And I think I am in a good spot with the degree that I have because it's so flexible and versatile. I can go into a lot of different fields with it, you know, studying people. People yeah. aren't going away anytime soon. Nope. Um, so... Yeah, kind of going back on that master's degree piece, I would like to do that. Kind of fulfill yeah. myself, and when I, if I find out I want to do that and set in one direction, I can gear it towards that. Go from there. Absolutely, I, I love the self-reflection piece where you got this new job, everything's exciting, new. Now it's a little bit more routine. You know mm-hmm. what you're doing. Um, yes, there's goals, there's objectives, there's um, benchmarks to meet, there's expectations with bosses and stuff. But I'm glad to hear you say that over this last year, especially recently, you've taken this little step back. What's in it for me? What am I doing mm-hmm. for me? I know what I'm doing for the company. I know what I'm doing for my career. Right. right. I'm saving money. I'm getting paid and doing all this. Great opportunity. Love what I'm doing with the people I'm doing it with. But, man, that, that little self-reflection piece to stop and, and kind of look at that, that's powerful. You know, that's the big thing, too, because that's the, the piece they talk about. You know, well, you know, if you get promoted, you'll make more money. Make more money. I mean, that's mm. cool. I mean, I'm all about making money, but I'm about being happy, too. Yeah. If, I find more, if I find more fulfillment in something else that might pay less in the long run, I mean, I'm okay with that. If I, if I wake up and I'm absolutely just pumped every day to wake up and go do what I do, that's my ultimate goal. There you go. I mean, I'll leave the millions to the lottery. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, I, if it's meant to be, it'll be. Right. But uh, yeah, in the meantime, you know, just like I said, reflecting and trying to figure what the end goal will be. That's another powerful mindset because I've been hearing more and more podcasts on this lately about uh, chasing after joy, chasing mm-hmm. after happiness. And it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, Part of it is money for some people, obviously, and, and me too. I would love to make more money, and someday I will. Um, but at the same time, that's not the focus. I, I can't put my eyes and heart on that alone. Right. That's going to be a byproduct, I think, of mm-hmm. chasing after things that just fire you up the people that you want to make a difference with, the love that you have for doing what you're doing, where, you know, you're doing it and you're looking up at the clock and it's like, oh, crap, i got to go. <laughs> yeah. It's like, shoot, i got to stop this. Mm-hmm. That would just be awesome to have. And, right. Uh, I think you're. that's great that you're seeing that. So, yeah, today is uh, the last day for seniors uh, here at Lakeshore and uh, def- definitely an emotional day uh, for them and me. Um, I've talked to a couple of them, a number of them actually this morning, a couple of things to let them know um, what an impact students have on teachers. You know, and, and it's tough for teachers, for most of us. Um, some may not bother them. I get that, but it bothers me. To where we, year after year after year, we say goodbye to these kids that um, had a big impact on us. We look forward to seeing them every day. Um, they're, they're, the kids are the, obviously the big reason why we do what we do. And it's a reset button. Mm-hmm. You know, group moves out, new group comes in. And the, the, the journey is just fantastic of uh, establishing relationships and uh, getting to know people again. So five years ago, you graduated. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, how fast, a couple of points I want you to think about here. How fast has it gone by? Blink of an eye type thing, or is it dragged on? Um, and what's, again, some of the things that have changed for you since high school? Changed for me since high school. Man, you know, uh, I would definitely say it's the type that's a blink of an eye. Uh, I think a lot of it attributed to my time at college. I mean, I absolutely loved it, you know, but then you start 
seeing, I mean, I still have my friend group, you know, that I see from time to time. I start seeing them once in a while. Then I go back to school, and that was so quick. I have the summers home. I see them. And I see, you know, sophomore year, junior year, senior year, I'm gone. Here I am. Um, hmm. it, was just a, it was just a blink of an eye, but not in a bad sense. You know, it's something that you kind of, like you were talking about with routine. Like, you know, college becomes routine in its own way, too. You go to That's lecture right. every day. You're doing your study and your yep. homework. Next thing you know, you kind of get in your little groove. And you kind of... You stay so busy with it, whether you're hanging out with your friends, too, on your downtime, whatever, you just kind of get lost in the moment, you know. And then when you get back here to where I moved home, kind of took me back to reality, kind of slowed down a little bit, kind of helped me put everything into perspective about mm-hmm. what's going on. And, um, you know, I had a, uh, the loss of my, one of my classmates not too long ago, Mike Prosser. Yes. You know, that yes. really kind of, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was painful for a lot of us, you know. I mean, I'm not going to act like I was like the closest person but Mike would never failed to put a smile on everybody's face everybody that he knew you know so that was definitely painful kind of took me to set back a moment and kind of just reflect on everything that has transpired in the years past you know and they brought everybody together obviously that's not the kind of situation you want to happen but the way Mike was he was very he was very loyal to his friends and his family you know so I'm no hopefully deep down we're making him proud and happy you know and after that i really kind of kicked the gears like man it's been five years i need to plan this reunion so you know i've been kind of getting that underway in the last month or so you know so just kind of it makes you appreciate what we have as a class we were a close class Mm -hmm. overall you know i mean more so than other classes i knew that were prior to us and maybe even after us you know so uh kind of taking that perspective really allowed us to um, kind of get together, we healed together, mm-hmm. laughed together, you know, cried together, those kind of things. So those kind of moments help. Those life lessons yeah. that it, all, it happens to us all the time. Yeah. We know we're not getting out of this life alive, right, to guarantee. Mm-hmm. We just don't know when and where. But when it happens so young, um, and for you guys to capture the lessons of that, and it brings people back close together, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you hit a reset button. And like you said, I... I'm a big believer, um, one of the driving forces in my life is um, both people that have gone um, to the next phase of life, uh, passing on, but also the people who are still around, making them proud. Yeah, like, like absolutely. Doing things that you're supposed to be doing, busting your butt, um, and just uh, because of the, the investment that they put into you, mm-hmm. it's trying to pay them back. That's, that's where I'm at with all the people oh, yeah. throughout my life um, uh, with all this. So I'd, I'm glad you brought that up because that's something that happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. Think if you can take the lessons out of it instead of staying in the sorrowful, um, missing him, sadness. You know, I think if you just wrap your arms around it and use that for motivation for doing good yeah. things, I think that's really powerful. Seems like you've gotten that, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. So um, one of the things that we're looking at now, obviously, with our seniors leaving uh, and, and people are getting going for summer. What what summer plans do you have? Uh, you said there's a little vacation coming up. Yeah. That's always a great time. I was listening to John O'Leary this morning, and um, somebody asked him, hey, John, what are you thinking about doing with your family this summer? Mm-hmm. And he went through some stuff. It's always a great conversation because there's renewal there. There's refocusing. There's uh, fellowship with family and friends and stuff. So you got something semi-big or a little bunch of little things going on this summer? I mean, the one main thing, and I'm going to Vegas on June 4th nice. through the 7th. It's like a Tuesday through Friday. Um, my step-cousin graduated with his master's in nursing, so... Oh, wow. They want to go celebrate in Vegas, so I'm going with my aunt and uncle, a couple of my cousins. Um, we're going to go out there to Vegas for a few days. But I know the one, the main part I'm excited about is while I'm there, I decided I want to go to California. So I'm going to 
take it, I'm gonna use my <laughs> rental car discount, get a car, drive to California. I have this whole itinerary planned out. I had okay, so I'm gonna start from Vegas. I'm gonna drive to Santa Monica. I'm gonna drive up the Pacific Coast to Malibu. Oh my god! I'm gonna drive to the Malibu up to Calabasas and hopes to find Drake in the Hidden Hills. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite a plan. <laughs> and then I'm gonna go back to the city itself and kind of just tour that around. I'm not, I don't like. I'm probably gonna drive around literally to sightsee. I mean, I don't know. I know there's a lot of stuff in California. Wow. It's massive. So I don't want to get lost there, so I'm just gonna stay in the car. Worst case scenario, at least I'll have that with me, you know. Um, yeah, I kind of going that. Then I was gonna go by myself at first, but then my aunt and uncle like, yeah, we'd go with you. I'm like, come through, more the merrier, you know. So then get a little bit of a small crew of us and be going. So yeah, I'll be looking forward to that. Um, kind of some talks with a couple of friends doing some things up north, possibly. Mm-hmm. Not 100 percent sure. Um, that's I guess still in the works, from what I understand. But I know I'm hoping to go plan a trip to San Antonio, though, at least in October. Nice. I know it's kind of post-summer, but, I mean, I'm kind of just hoping to have a chance to go out there and see my family, friends, you know, uh, hopefully go visit some of my grandfather's siblings who still live there. You know, my grandfather passed away when I was young, so I've been building my family tree up. Yes. So just kind of go yes. from them and learn and all that. that. So I'm hoping I can get to meet with some of them while I'm out there, um, kind of just learn some stories about, you know, Oh. people and see if I have any old pictures and stuff so I can put those on the profiles and all Amen that. To that so uh yeah I'm pretty excited for that I'm hoping I get down there uh do some of that stuff I probably go for a week I like San Antonio I've always wanted to move there so interesting I've heard about it I've I not been down there oh. I would love to go down and visit absolutely love right it if you go you might not want to come home yes you got palm trees there without the beaches it's right. just, it's so warm all the time I mean it's it gets hot during like the summer I've been there in the summer but at night it cools down and it feels real good so I mean I'm a night person anyway. I always have been like that night owl, so that'd be my prime time. I'd be out there kicking it, driving around, listening to my songs. Uh, <laughs> that's a little piece of heaven for you. Yeah, right? oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. That's cool. I love how you brought up the family tree thing. My son is into uh, the genealogy. In fact, he's going back for um, uh, there's an online program, I think, through Boston University mm-hmm. uh, to get certified oh, yeah. as, a, as a genealogist. So he's looking, he's doing, he started that uh, just last week. But I brought it up to my seniors in our leadership class. Um, I just had a very old picture of our family tree going mm-hmm. back probably about four or five generations. Uh, it goes back a lot deeper now that my son's been working on yeah. it over the years. Um, but I think that's a powerful point to seek out those connections that you have. So even though your grandfather's not around, yeah. there are still family members that are. Mm-hmm. And to go and, and talk to them and hear stories and get pictures, we are so fast-paced. You know, We're always online and social media. We forget about the history. We forget mm-hmm. about the background story of how we got here. Yeah. Recently I've been hearing, and I, I'm definitely not smart enough to make this up, um, some scientists have figured it out that it's a one in four trillion chance that we're even born. I believe it. You know? And if you look at everything that has to fall into place mm-hmm. for even your parents to just meet. Right. Let alone conceive you. Yeah. You know? Because we can't, remember, we can't choose your parents. Um all that stuff that follows through there, I just I find it mind-boggling to where yeah. if you think about it, your choices. I mean, you can't live in fear, and you can't. Oh, should I do this? You know, who's going to affect? No, you just you want to live. But if you're doing great things, great things are going to happen behind you. And I, I firmly believe that because I've. It's hard to find some of my great stuff on my great grandparents. Mm. There's two of them that I kind of have. Like I've kind of figured out. The other ones are harder. My dad's mother. Her parents were from um, San Luis Potosi, Mexico. 
I can't find any records on any of their family past those mm. two. I just know they are because they're my grandma's parents, you know. So right. I know them. Can't find anything about where when. I just know the year they were born, but I don't know if it's obviously set in stone. It's just you could have been hearsay. You know, they didn't have those kind of records in Mexico in the late 1800s, early 1900s like that. Yeah. Um, so that's hard to find. But then to think about on my grandfather's side, on my father's side, you know, so my paternal grandfather, how that was all set up. My um, my great grandfather Victor was like the like the third from last child, I guess, that was born, but only the last three lived. The other ones that were born in Mexico, they all passed away as babies from what I found, okay? Oh um, and I didn't really know that until I made a connection with my... So my great-grandfather's name is Victor. Victor had a brother named Margarito. They called him Maggie. And on a, my DNA thing on my ancestor family tree, I had a new connection from a Mike Sanchez I'd never heard of. Ended up being my great-grandfather's nephew, so my grandfather's first cousin, Mike. Mike Sanchez, I talked to him. He was telling me, my dad was the last of 16, oh you know, God. and then to think about that, so it was his dad, there was a sister in between my great-grandfather and Maggie, Maria, and then my great-grandfather. Those are the only three that lived, you know, think about, you said one in four trillion. Okay. So how, what if they had stopped, you know, never ended up having that, what if they never moved the states? Oh. Then I think about on my grandmother, my mom's mom's side, we were just talking about this actually over the weekend, how crazy it is. Her father moved here from, I want to see, somewhere in Yugoslavia. I think they said it's, um, I can't remember the country off the top of it, but from Yugoslavia, he came here as a five-year-old boy, him and his sister, mm. to Ellis Island, lived in Chicago as a child, then moved, you know, to Michigan eventually. Met my great-grandmother, who's from, uh, her parents were from the Netherlands. Oh my you know, so just all those <laughs> events. And oh. then the craziest thing even about that, I mean, but about my great-grandfather who came here from, uh, Yugoslavia, his father was adopted, for I understand. So it's just all these things that you came into event. Then my last, uh, on the last set of great grandparents, so my mom's dad, a couple generations back from him, so it would have been his great grandfather had one had a, two wives. The first one passed away. Mm. After the first one passed away, she married another, or he married another woman who ended up having my grandfather's grandfather. And I was saying, I said, what if, like you know, that first wife? never passed away if she stayed healthy and oh they God. lived i mean that right there could have right been there. never here i'm never here yeah, you know that's right that's something right. that simple that's amazing it's so cool to see somebody your age and my son's age um being concerned about this yeah wanting to find out more wanting answers it's humbling yeah it makes you realize how it small you oh really are God, you know i mean it, it kind of it sets you back you know you could, i mean I tried to live like that, but it's so easy to kind of get lost in the self-centric side of mind, like me, the world me. revolves around yes. me type of deal. Like I am, you know, like over oh, here, like you just had to take it for granted. But you kind of look back, slow down, like, man, one little event changed. Yep. That's it. I mean, I'm not here today. You the know? old saying of, you know, I am here because I'm standing on the shoulders of giants before me. Mm -hmm. You know, and family, friends, teachers, coaches, people that invested in you, but obviously family. It's a powerful thing. It's a, you just said it's very humbling and I think we all need that to not be knocked down a peg or two, but kind of just brought back down to earth. Right. Get, get both feet flat on the ground and, and just realize how blessed you are. Yeah. And not not to spend your time doing stupid stuff. Right. You know? We're lucky. Where you're wasting the opportunity that you have because so many people don't have it. Right. That is powerful. Man, this, is, uh, this has been cool. Um, so speaking to maybe the graduates that might be listening as, mm -hmm. we, as we wrap this up. Um, what's some advice that you have uh, for them? So many of them, excited, scared at the same time. Oh yeah. You know, yes, I'm doing this. I'm going here, but in deep in their mind, I still don't know what I'm doing. 
Oh, yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. So it's natural. Yeah. What do you do to get through that? I would tell them to cherish every moment. Um, Mm -hmm. Don't take it for granted and don't look at yourself lesser because you might be doing something different than what a friend of yours or your peers may be doing. I remember when my senior year, my brother was a junior. I remember I was walking in. I think they're doing the ACTs, but I had to go meet with uh, Ms. Bates, you know, one of our counselors here, about some function that we had going on. So in the morning, I dropped my brother off, and I was proceeding in there, and the, Dr. Deponio was our principal at the time, pulled me in there to ask me if I had any advice, and I kind of echoed the same sentiment. I said, just because you're going one direction in life or your peers here with you, I said, you all have the same opportunity to succeed right now. You all have been blessed enough to be in this position to put yourself in a better place. Just take it and find what makes you happy, Find something you're passionate about. Um, and then the end of things, you know, maybe someone of your classmates might be a mega millionaire one day, you know. But, I mean, if you wake up every morning, kind of how I touched on and alluded earlier, if you look yourself in the mirror every day, tell yourself, I love what I do. I'm very blessed to be here doing what I'm doing. I'm happy, whether it be, you know, something as simple as, I don't know, think about if you like picking up like a garbage man, you know. Hey, I'm just saying, it doesn't matter what you do. If you like doing it, do it. Hustle with it. I mean, People are going to think, have their own preconceived notion. And I learned that my, I'm not going to let anybody dictate what they think about me. You know, people like to joke about, uh, you know, kind of like wearing, um, I got a coochie sweater. It's really bright, you know, very colorful. I love it. It's my baby. But um, <laughs> it's so bright. I'm saying, hey, this is my baby. I don't care what y'all think. It's not going to stop me from being who I want to be, doing what I want. So kind of keep that mindset. Don't let other people think, dictate how you want to live your life or think who you should try to be. That's awesome. A person, an adult now. Your age, first year figuring that out. Because I know me and other people will go through our whole life and we will be worried about what other people think. Mm-hmm. And we will try always to please other people and not uh, make waves and not uh, do those type of things to draw attention to it. Just going after things that you're fired up over, man. I love yeah. that. It's I mean, fantastic. Because, like, you know, I was talking about my five year reunion, you know, and I was telling my dad, too, about that. And he goes, I remember my five year reunion, all people did was use it to see, you know, who's doing what in life and start judging people. I said, Well, dad, I'm not like that. I said, I never have been. I said I wasn't put in that position because I was never like that. You know, I, I love people for who they are. You know, all I've ever asked is they treat me with respect and I give it right back to them. You know, Absolutely. obviously some friendships block them over others. Some are just more of like a, hey, how you doing type of deal. Yep. But, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're always kind to me, I'll be kind right back. At least I try to be. You right. know, if I rub you the wrong way, sorry, I'll let me know. I'll try to fix it, you know, but I don't, probably have no ill will towards you to know. Yeah, but um, just that's what I've learned a long time ago. I know you kind of asked me what's changed since high school. I, I, I learned that in my later years of high school, and I try to keep that with me no matter what. It's a great skill to have. It's a great skill, and I think um, when you guys do have your reunion, you'll be able to offer um, encouragement because uh, there'll probably be five years. It's not. Yeah. It goes by fast. It's a long period of time, but at the same time, there might be some of your classmates uh, still trying to figure things out, mm-hmm. as we all do. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they might need a reassuring voice, and, hey, I'm walking the same thing, too, still trying to figure it out. Great to see you. You know, yeah. hey, we're back in touch now. You know, how can I help? Hey, we're yeah. going to see each other in a few, well, whatever. I think I see you doing that. I, I hope that's so. very yeah. exciting. Yeah. That's, very <laughs> that's exciting. all I'm here for. That's cool. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Always. Able. I mean, this is, I hope we keep these conversations going, um, especially you know, kind of closer back in the area now with, with work, so yeah. a little more flexibility being around, which is great. Uh, but thank you so much for coming in, and I really appreciate the time. My pleasure. I appreciate, appreciate you having me, as always. Awesome. It's great to see you, my friend. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed just a little reflection. Um, I think there's plenty of things to, to reflect upon what Abel said here, what he's been going through, some of the thoughts, past, present, future. 
love the piece about you know family tree, your family mm-hmm. um, heritage. You know, talking to people. I've told my seniors, with graduation, summer reunions, all that, uh, family reunions and stuff. Talk to your older family members. Don't be in such. I gotta go. Yeah. Stay with them. Right. Ask some questions. Um, hear the stories because you know what? That's all we got. Once they're gone, they're gone. And you can find out some great things about your family and yourself because you're part of that family. So I think that was a very, very powerful point of that message. So, all right, you guys, hope you enjoyed this. Uh, Keep in touch. Let me know how I can help. Uh, Share this with somebody, too. If you're finding some value uh, in these podcasts, make sure you share. Uh, Definitely love seeing the downloads happening all around the world. It's just so humbling uh, to see this happening. So find me over on Facebook at Coach2ExpectSuccess, over on Twitter at Coach2Success. Coach John Daly on Instagram, and then, of course, coach2expectsuccess.com. The book list is there. Get Summer's a great time to get some books read. Find some books on that list. Get them. Uh, I think you're definitely going to like them. Uh, you can send me a message there on the homepage as well. And uh, as always, keep taking care, keep taking care of yourselves and others. i got to get some lunch. I'm hungry. <laughs> and yourself, and we'll talk again soon. See you.